What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Mouvet. It's the French show. Dr. Mouvet. That you can, you know, see half these movies in Target. No, not really. You can't find any of these in Target, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe Target.com is your best bet. <laughs> Probably so. So, as you can tell, I've got another special guest with me today. And, man, I mean, I watch a lot of, I watch a lot of bad stuff, right? But this guy... He can bring up stuff that I, I, it just amazes me. And it is none other than Derek Bourgeois, Derek B, my boy Derek B. Hey, what's from, going on, Rick, man? He's like from, I don't know, he's got more podcasts than I do. He's all over the place. <laughs> but I really enjoy, and you should too, go check out his YouTube page where he's covering all of his own movies and his own little spots and stuff. I really enjoy those, man. Yeah, just a little, you know, subset where I'm actually got a few recorded that I got to release very soon. Uh, yeah, I do like my horror stories, top 10 shows. I just kind of just took a break because I just did 31 movie reviews for Halloween. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, you know, it was like I, had, I was sick of hearing myself talk. So I had to take a little break for a few weeks, you know, when I'm going to get that going again. <laughs> awesome. This is this can be a little confusing trying to explain this to you. If, if you go back and watch the old House of Wax episodes, and I talk mm -hmm. about you know zombie zombie flesh eaters, well, that first movie is called Zombie, and we are covering one of the sequels called Zombie Four. Now, in America, <laughs> if you try to do the math here, it doesn't make a lot of sense because the first one's called Zombie. Then it jumps to Zombie 3, yeah. and then Zombie 4. Yeah. Why is there not a Part 2? Well, actually, Zombie is actually Zombie Part 2, because yeah. Dawn of the Dead is considered the first zombie. I don't know if y'all caught all that, but in Italy, Dario Argento was the producer of the original Dawn of the Dead, and when he took it to Italy, he made his own cut of it, and it was released as Zombie. Mm -hmm. Fulci... Saw, saw Dawn of the Dead, a.k.a. You know, Zombie, and said, Crap, I can do that. And he made Zombie 2. <laughs> uh, Zombie 3, he might have made, he might have not made. Who knows? It's up, he, it's up in the air. He definitely didn't make this one. <laughs> no. Because no. it's one of Dick's favorite directors. <laughs> Claudio Fregazzo. I had Fregazzo, to go there. Man. I had to go there. <laughs> yeah, when I sent him a message about coming on, it's the first thing he said, man. Representing. <laughs> so, Zombie 4. And right from the get-go, man. I'm going to go Fregazzo again. I mean, you're talking Monster Dog. <laughs> you're talking Troll 2. I mean... Probably his most talked about movie. Yeah. So, if you're expecting quality, you, you might get left out. <laughs> yeah. But, they are so original and so bizarre that you end up talking about them, just like we're going to do. Yeah. So, when you first brought this movie up, there's one thing in particular you wanted to talk about. And this movie starts off with this opening theme song. I mean, it's like... It's kind of like I the Tiger montage type song. Leaving 
Italians are known for like their rip off 80 song like that. There's a movie called Paganini Horror, which you might cover mm-hmm. one day. Oh, yeah. Which has, it's about this all girl band, and they sing like this shitty version of You Give Love a Bad Name, and they just <laughs> change the lyrics. You know? <laughs> it's not common, you know? Oh. So you get this pretty awesome. I'm, I have to admit, it's a catchy song, man. I mean, it, it, gets you in, it gets you pumped. It's it's 80s to the max. Matter of fact, you hear it, I don't know, a few times in the movie. So, yeah. Uh, but it comes out of that. And he goes to these catacombs, and there's this priest who's walking around. And his, well, his wife's in there, and she's walking around. So this voodoo priest is in there, and he's working his magic. While his wife is slam dancing, I don't know, solid gold dancing. <laughs> what is she she's, doing, she, man? <laughs> she's, she's trying to pretend that she's Tina Turner and Tommy. <laughs> the yeah. acid queen herself. Yeah. yeah, man. So she's she's doing her thing, and he's you know pushing her back because he's trying to do this spell. <laughs> and then you know, while that's going on, we see these guys that are coming through with flash flashlights and machine guns, and you're thinking, uh oh, vigilantes. Nope, you're wrong. They're scientists. <laughs> <laughs> they even say we're scientists, and, and they're packing. Yeah, man. So something serious is going down on this island. This voodoo priest doesn't trust the scientists, so he's releasing hell on earth, basically, and making all the dead come back. And unfortunately, he starts with his wife. And some, I don't know, some laser lights (laughs) come out of the book and fly into her mouth. Got a little like some special effects, maybe like Ninja 3 or something. Yeah. Little floaty things, and they go in her (laughs) mouth. And she gets pulled down into the ground, which I thought was kind of cool. It's not bad. Yeah. And then our scientists show up, and they're not happy. No. And uh, the gist of this story is the scientists came to the island, and you even get a little narration at the beginning of the movie talking Mm -hmm. about they've come here to try to cheat death and figure out a way to, to defeat death and... You know, science getting in the way of nat- nature and all that kind of stuff. Well, here you go. You know, it's it's kind of the same story that you always hear, right? You know, yeah. the doctor's trying to defeat death and don't mess with things you don't understand. But yeah, man, they're down there and they're <laughs> they're threatening to shoot the pre or the priest, and he's like, "Yeah, shoot me here." And I'm like, "Yeah, he's holding up his here? like." Man booby. You know, like, he's like the Griffin in that Family Guy episode. Like, <laughs> Oh. And then they they shoot him and he dies. And then his wife comes back, who looks more like a more like a werewolf than anything. Zombie werewolf. Because she's got these protruding teeth that look really bad. Yeah, she looks like something uh, howling too. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I should I should mention half the scientists are the cast of Rats Night of Terror, right out the gate. There you go. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. When I was talking to Richard last episode, we talked about it's kind of like this revolving door of using the same people because it's all the contacts and you're in that circle. Yeah. yeah. 
Use them because you already know what you're getting, right? Yeah. So, and, you know, there's some pretty good kills right here that she's throwing people around, picks up the one guy by his head and pulls dude's eyeball out and all that stuff. It's not bad. Yeah, she's making people in the pure hamburger meat. I, I did notice a lot of the green coming out of the mouth, which gets used in probably Goblin 2 and or Troll 2. And, yeah. Uh, it's even in Demons, right? Yeah. They use kind of the green stuff, so there you go. You kind of see that similarity. While all this is going on, we're seeing a family that's outside that's trying to escape the island. It's a, a mother and father and a little daughter. And... These zombies, man. <laughs> they're like fucking ninjas. Uh, yeah, they're dressed all... You know, you have to get initiated to become a zombie on this island, right? Because you have to get the, 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 the black pants, the black hoodie. Yeah, like the Foot Clan. Yeah, exactly. They look like ninjas. It's like they had a surplus of ninja outfits and just put some makeup on their face. All right, you're a zombie. But I do have to say, we talk about the newest rendition of zombies, right? The fast-moving mm. zombies and stuff. Hey, this this kind of this is kind of the start of that. They're a bit too intelligent in this movie, I think, because yeah. I mean, they can sprint like. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, they can run full speed. They can use weapons. So yeah, they're ninjas, really. Yeah. <laughs> at least at least the zombies have a fashion style, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the dad ends up getting killed and this whole scene with the mom take this necklace <laughs> I mean dude's laying there being eaten by a zombie but she's spending this time going now you take this necklace and you run as fast as you can and don't look back and keep running it's like uh, oh, and I love when the girl actually starts to leave, then she just stops and just wanders around. <laughs> she looks around. Like, no, run! <laughs> and then when the little girl finally, and I'm talking little girl, I'm talking three, four, maybe years old. Yeah, yeah four or five, I, I, I would say. Maybe that old. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So it's all about this necklace they give her, supposed to protect her. But then the mom turns around and picks up a piece of wood and smacks a zombie in the head that's. It's a little late. I mean, <laughs> dude's already dead. <laughs> yeah, you might as well kill him while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, know. so you you might as you know maybe back before you sent the girl off, you could have killed that one first, and then sent your daughter. But anyways, I I digress. Yeah, as he's digested. <laughs> but anyways, the mom ends up getting killed too, and then all of a sudden it just flash forwards to modern time. And then the song comes on. Dun, 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 the song dun, comes dun, on again, dun, man. Then we introduce to my favorite character ever, fucking Muffin Top with his leather vest. Looks like a <laughs> motorhead roadie. <laughs> yeah, man. I called him uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> so is. <laughs> yeah, man. He's missing some teeth. And I don't even know what to say about these guys. They're, they're old military buddies. I don't know if they're mercenaries or what the story is. Porn stars. It really is a mystery who these guys are to each other. But they're all on this boat trip together. And they've got two girls with them. One's hanging out with Hacksaw. And then the other girl, we don't really know anything about, but ends up being the little girl from the beginning yeah. of the movie. And she's even still got the necklace on. And they just happen to be cruising by the island. Yeah, 
all of a sudden. <laughs> and when they get close to the island, the boat starts acting up because now I guess our ninja zombies have supernatural powers and can they affect the electricity. <laughs> yeah. They have a force field. <laughs> so the the boat starts dying and they can't steer it anymore. It just takes them right into, into land. And now we're on the island. And then there's this other group of three people. Because you got to have a body count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and these three... Chuck. Yeah. we got to talk about Chuck real gotta quick. got to talk about Chuck. Played by gay porn star actor Jeff Stryker. <laughs> and, I mean, they are scientists that are there to try to figure out what had happened on this island all these years ago. That's yeah. the best explanation I got of it. Yeah, they're trying to find like the Necronomicon or Book of the Dead or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah and, and of course they find it and they open it up and just like you would expect... They're gonna read out of it. <laughs> I got. I got it. When they find the book, <laughs> hilariously, it's written in permanent marker, "Book of the Dead." The right Book of the, the Dead, cup. right there on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. I was like, yeah, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> but I had to make sure you knew what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it says, "Hey, in order to bring back all the dead." Read these four words. I mean, it even says it like that. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a Duncan Hines instruction manual for making a cake, you know. It's the Cliff Notes version of the Book of the Dead. And what's funny is two of the words are zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have come up with at least one more different word, right? <laughs> it's like national zombie. Zombie. Klaatu zombie. I forgot the other <laughs> word. He's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> all right, then. It's done. <laughs> so needless to say, when they read the words, you would expect a slow, kind of drawn out, all oh, bodies coming out of the grave. And I said, no, man. Instantly. Ninja zombies show up and start ripping them apart, man. And it gets a little gruesome, but there's some, like, <laughs> full-on hand-to-hand Chuck Norris combat going on right here. <laughs> I mean, uh, these zombies, man, are anything but zombies, really. Besides the yeah. eating the flesh, they're, they're, they walk like this, but when they get close to you, they do like this. <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so you get some good action here, and the girl in the group, and our leader of the group dies off. And then we get Mr. I'm not buttoning my shirt up. He he leaves, right? He runs out. He's the guy. He was too scared to, to read out of the book. Yeah. So he's heading back to our other group who, and I have to say, this scene right here, man, when they first land on the island and Tommy is standing out there and he sees uh, something move and he just takes off running after the dude. Yeah. Don't know who he is, or don't even have a reason to chase the guy. He takes off like this guy has stole his wallet. <laughs> and it's a full-on race till they get back to, like, the beach. And Tommy just beats the crap out of this guy. No reason. There's absolutely no reason. It's because he had a perfect, he had a perfect chest. <laughs> I just laughed out loud and rewound this thing and watched it again because there's no reason for him to chase the guy. 
Because no, they're, they're wandering through the jungle trying to get somewhere, and he just sees a guy off the distance, sees him run, and he takes off. Just like your dog out in the yard. Like if a bird lands in your yard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's exactly what it was like. So, just amazing. Anyways, when he finally beats the guy up, he's calling the rest of the guys over because he's looked at the ninja zombie's face, and half his face is like all messed up. And he turns his back on a zombie, which you never do. Yeah. And he jumps up and bites him on the neck. So now our group is hauling Tommy around just like you do in Dawn of the Dead, right? You yeah. already know how this is going to play out because they take him back. They find an old hospital, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. and strap him to a bed. And, you know, he's laying there and moaning and groaning. And obviously, you know what happens, right? Yeah. What do you expect to see in a hospital? Uh, you know, maybe some antiseptic, some bandages, and some M16s. Yeah, there's just some guns. <laughs> well, it makes sense because the doctors that were there had guns when they went down in the catacombs. <laughs> That's so true. The, That's yeah. true. Good yeah. cover-up. I like that. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, these M16s are just laying around. Let's use them. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, we're doctors, but we have guns. You know. Yeah, so Jim Duncan's all excited now because now he's got him another M16. We can go against anybody just like in the old days now. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he thinks. It's insane. <laughs> they also found an altar that they called Satan's Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like 30 candles in almost kind of a moon shape. And the girl that's got the necklace starts telling them about the power of this necklace and how it protects them. And this is set up so you you take your amulet and you set it in the middle of this and it's the circle of Satan. There's really no other explanation than that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very straightforward. You yeah. Know? yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really say that it does anything. It's just, oh, that's that's the circle of Satan. Oh, well, make sure we don't step in it. It's just, you know, don't make any yeah. sense. Hacksaw ain't buying it. He thinks that's a bunch of crap, blows out all the candles, and goes on his merry way. <laughs> Luckily, they found the M16s because right outside... More zombies. The zombie apocalypse is happening, right? They're starting to slowly pull up, which again blows my mind. We saw one running at full speed earlier, but they still prefer to just kind of do this from time to time. Till it's time uh, to throw down. <laughs> it's like a union job, you know? They, they only have to run when they have to. <laughs> Uh, so we get some pretty good action, some pretty good fight scenes here of shooting some zombies, but it doesn't kill them because they they don't know to shoot them in the head. Yeah. And that's when dude from the original group or the, the group that read the book shows up and says, no, you got to shoot them in the head. So just like every zombie movie, you're fulfilling that gap of, oh, now we know the if, ands, yeah. or buts that we have to do, right? Is this where time changes? Yeah, he changes, and you know, him and the girl have an altercation, and they're fighting now. And, you know, <laughs> this craziness because so, so, sometimes it confuses me on rewatch of this one because I think I went to go take a piss when Hacksaw actually became a zombie. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Tom Tom jumps up. Well, actually, he attacks the first girl. Remember, because the girl gets up and she wants to be with yeah. Hacksaw. You know. <laughs> And she's lonely or whatever, and they kind of get close. And all of a sudden, you get the the leaping zombie that comes out of nowhere that jumps up on the on the front porch, and they get rid of him. But in the process, the girl backs up to 
Tommy that's on the bed, and he ends up killing her. Yeah, that's right. But then he attacks the the little girl with the necklace, right? Yeah. Who I'm going to say looks a lot like she's kind of a Barbara Crampton looking girl. A little bit. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, it's just some of the acting she did was very Crampton. So, yeah, you know, some, I don't some know if features. that's a good or bad thing. Well, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but then again, I, I like uh, I like Andre the Giant as an actor too. So, <laughs> oh, yes. Anybody like a peanut? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Tommy gets up, starts attacking to our, our hero, our, our, our girl we're following, and she stabs him with some scissors. And even, you know, I'm bringing up the Barbara Campton thing, but his his makeup effect, when he turns, he looks like somebody that would have been in Reanimator to a certain degree. Almost, a like, bit. Her, almost like her dad. He's got that kind of kind of look about him. Yeah. And he reaches a back bit, and pulls a yeah, a little bit more drier, but he's... He, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah he's crusty. <laughs> yeah. Pulls those scissors out. Got a little squirt going on. Yeah, it's all right, man. Yeah. It's all right. And he tries to attack her. And then... The scene where she backs away, and you see a ninja climbing up in this window... <laughs> In slow mode, jumps and, on her, and he jumps like it's like it's a stuntman for sure. I mean, <laughs> and you're like, I just don't know that a zombie would do that. I don't know that a zombie would climb up and say, "If I can leap from here and I can get her," instead of just working off of basic motions, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a that's that's what's pretty comical about this movie. But I'm gonna say it; it's entertaining, man. <laughs> You know, for all this shit Fagasso gets, he he has made some fun movies, and this is yeah. probably his most fun one that I like. Troll Two, it's a movie, it's an experience. <laughs> is you know, I think this is better than Troll Two. Oh yeah, there's no doubt, man. Uh, this is this is actually you can comprehend this movie to a certain degree, whereas Troll Two, yeah. Everything's in the air. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he even wrote a lot of like the Bruno Matai like films and stuff, like Rats and yeah, uh, Hell of the Living Dead. And you know, the thing he always writes like dark endings to his movies. Even Zombie Three, he wrote the screenplay for, and that ends right. on a dark note. You know, well, and, I read somewhere where because he helped write that one, but then he was also in production with this one at the same time they were making Part Three. Yeah, that's, that's kind of wild. Yeah, it makes because they actually share like some of the same cast and crew too. Both movies, you know, yeah. Fulci was yeah. doing that, and he was doing this one, and you know, he had to finish it with Mattia because Fulci left. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we get to the point to where we get Hexal Jim Duggan's gonna have this big fight with the zombies out front, and he gets out there and he's he's throwing down, man. He's knocking around. He's doing what he does best. And then all of a sudden, his girlfriend that came up to him earlier is over by a tree. And she says something to him. And she turns around and half her face is covered with her hair. Well, obviously, when they pull her hair back, she's zombified. Even though she just spoke plain English to him. <laughs> like, you've come a long way to get me or something like that. And now she's this full-fledged zombie. So, 
the whole rules of the zombies, you can just throw those out the window with this movie. Yeah. They really don't matter because anything goes. <laughs> Needless to say, Hacksaw gets bitten. We get a face-off between zombie Jim Duggan and White Gossett Jr. <laughs> Is this the guy with the mustache? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he looks like. It's like Lou Gossett Jr. if he was a white guy and had some hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's true. I can see it now. But again, those rules of being a zombie totally go out the window again because zombie Jim Duggan can talk and call you names and shoot a gun. Can we talk about his look at a zombie? Like, yeah. Yo, man, like when you just see like his nipples are bitten off and it's so noticeable. <laughs> it's all I was staring at. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they again the Italian cinema, man. I mean, yeah, they're they're gonna throw things in there to just make you go, well, that's uh, that's different. That's something like, yeah, I didn't see that before. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they face off, and White Gossett Jr. gets hurt. Yeah, gets shot, and they come and get him. And put him back in the bed. Of course. Yeah. So, again, same kind of process, right? It's, uh, it's just two, our two leads and Forrest Whitaker's dad now. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then all of a sudden, White Gossett Jr. turns into a zombie. And he's really good with a gun, even in zombie state. Because yeah. he, st- he starts shooting the other guy. And it's like... Not shooting to kill either. He's shooting to maim, <laughs> puts you in some pain, shooting your kneecaps out from yeah. a bed, laying down in a bed with an M16. Shoulder. Yeah, yeah. kneecaps, shoulders. He's aiming for like <laughs> everywhere that's not a kill spot. So you're just bleeding out, you know? So our shirtless guy from the first group and our girl with the tiki necklace are making their way out. Because the other guy says, I'm going to stay here and we're going to get them all in here. So all the zombies start coming in. He pulls out the old hand grenade. Kaboom. Blows up a bunch of zombies. But if they're really ninja zombies, they would have got out of there. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> they would have smoke screened and been gone. Oh, you know, you know what I call the other guy? Hollywood from Mannequin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> Oh, zombie Gossett Jr. is in the bed, jumps up and shoots Hollywood from Mannequin 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this movie. So Jenny and shirtless dude next morning, they go back. They're running, trying to find a way off the island and they go back and they find the cave where all this started, right? All the way back to our witch doctor at the beginning. And... They walk in there, and there's your altar again, your circle of Satan. The book is laying there, and she throws a tiki necklace into fire, and then zombies show up, and they kill shirtless dude, and then Jenny is looking into a mirror, I guess. She rips her face off? She starts ripping her face off, so it's like she's now the embodiment of a zombie, I guess, or... Yeah, who knows, right? Again, that's Italian cinema. They just showed you something crazy. I mean, she starts like 
pulling her eyeball out and ripping half her face off. And she, but she acts like she's preparing herself. Yeah. yeah. Like she's putting on lipstick, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it goes off. Yeah, man. So, as crazy as it is, as low budget as it is, this movie's a lot of fun. You've got a little bit of drag, maybe when they're trying to get to the island. Yeah. But other than that, it's getting with it. Yeah, it's fun. You know, like, I think this one has a little bit, like, I'm not saying it's uh, as well made as the original zombie. No. But it has a lot of connections to the original zombie where like setting on an island. Yep. You know, the supposed voodoo curse, it kind of expands on that more. Yeah. I feel like this is more of a sequel to Zombie than Fulci's sequel because that one's more of a, like a Return of the Living Dead ripoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really went another direction for sure. But yeah, I feel the yeah. same way. This is like if you took, hey, let's <laughs> let's take <laughs> let's take uh, the, the original Zombie or Zombie 2 if you're paying but attention. But it had Nightmare City. <laughs> it had Nightmare City and a little dash of Howling too. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like all three of those. Yeah, <laughs> I can watch all three of those. And I can watch this any day of the week. You know, yeah, like, man, awesome, it's fun. Yeah. So if you haven't seen any of these, uh, and Derek, you can chime in on this too. But I would say go back and watch Zombie first. Yeah, and then I'd probably jump to this one. Yes, as a follow. I agree. And if you've feel like it you can check out part three as well but i think this one's more enjoyable i do too you know like because like we said you uh we kind of mentioned it zombie three also had a lot of technical issues fulci did leave and they had to add a lot of other scenes and you know it just felt kind of disjointed in that sense too where this one is just one director's and his division you know, <laughs> yeah, <the> crazy vision. <laughs> uh, yeah, any Fugazi's visions are, yeah. <laughs> but I do love that he just ends them all on dark notes, like yep. even Rats Night of Terror. Yeah, fucking one of the best endings ever. The whole movie, you could say anything about that movie. One yep. of the fucking best endings ever to a movie it's ever. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, again, uh, if you're a fan of these kind of flicks. I think this is a no-brainer. You have to check it out, especially if you're a completist. And, uh, you know, you have to have a love for the cheese because that's definitely where this kind of falls. Yeah. But but you know what? Overall, the effects are not too shabby, man. Not too shabby. Yeah, man. Acting, you you get a pass on the acting because, again, these are the same people get used a lot. And it's a lot of overdub because of the Italian, you know, dialogue. Yeah. But... That's just that's just part of the ride, man. Part of the ride. Where else are you gonna see a movie where parents are trying to leave an island and they just send their four year old daughter off of the deck and go, just run that way. Just run. Yeah. We couldn't run ourselves, even though we're a whole lot faster. But no, you run and we'll stay here and, and die. Did they ever show how she got off the island? No. That's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> her, her mom, her mom is being surrounded by all the zombies, and she kind of goes down, and then it's a boat. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> years later. Yeah. They don't even tell you that. Yeah. You, you don't even know that. You know, there's nothing to say, you know, yeah, all these years later. No. Just jump yeah, right to the next just, thing. Yeah, yeah, you just tell because of the age of the girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What you got anything else you want to say about this one, man? No, like I said, it's an enjoyable, fun ride, and you know, I never got to really talk about this movie before, so that's why I want you know, like you when we were talking about you're like you're gonna go something like burial ground, you know, I'm like, oh, I got a movie for you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that you would bring something different to the show because that's yeah. we're, we we like that nightmare city kind of level there, right? So yeah, I actually just reviewed Nightmare City recently on my podcast, The Attack. Uh, and we, it was a fun discussion because we even went into the ending of that one, how the us oh, yeah. as viewers felt like about it, because that's a very decisive ending in that movie in general. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, since you're talking about that, I'm going to let you take the take the run here. Tell everybody where they can find everywhere you're at, because I will screw it up. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, my main show, Cinema Attack, uh, we are actually on anchor.fm. Uh, just search. We're on most podcatchers. If we're not, then just let us know. You can find most of our stuff on the Cinema Attack Facebook group. Just join there. I post most of the shows and a lot of the Facebook groups, but most of the new updates and new show info, you just find there. I also have a show that I do with my good friend, Miss Lacey Lou on the Cut to the Chase feed called They're Here podcast. Uh, show, show's been kind of a little busy getting out, but uh, our last episode we did Poltergeist uh, so that was a fun one that was a few months ago though yeah uh, once we get all settled probably New Year we'll there here we'll be pumping out more shows more regularly uh, on the Dark Discussions Network uh, I'm on No More Room in Hell with Mike Merriman and Mr. Venom uh, where we just do like we each pick two movies each like turn you know last one was actually an Italian episode that I yeah. picked where I did Graveyard Disturbance and uh, House of Clocks, Lamberto Bavar and Fulci film. Yeah. You know, so that was a good time. And uh, also, me and Venom also started up another side project with our other friend, Donna Nelly, called Creature Comforts, which is a sideshow from No More Room in Hell. Uh, we just cover creature features of all sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, my stuff. jam. Yeah. Did <laughs> them with uh, Bo Ramsdale recently. And finally, uh, we just actually released the episode on the Legion Podcast Network, where we just the return of underwater kaiju from outer space. Where yeah. We released the episode on Gamera versus Berugan, and we continued the Ultraman retrospective. Uh, very excited that show's back. Where we can just cover Japanese creature feature type movies plus sci-fi movies and that stuff. So, yeah, that's about it for me. I have a few guest spots coming up, but you can find those on most of the other places. And also, if you follow me on Helming and all that stuff, you're going to see those advertised in there as well. They drop those in there so we can check them out, too. So, yeah, I, yeah you got you to check them out. I mean, if you like kind of these kind of flicks, then he's all over it. Hey, also, the thing you're doing with Gary, man, on Patreon. Oh, yeah, Blood from the Core. Thank you for my... That's yeah. how many shows I have not. I told was, you guys, he's in more shows than I am. I mean, I can't keep up yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 Blood from the Core, which is exclusive for the Legion Patreon. Uh, we have a episode probably coming out. Not sure, I actually got to message him, but I know the next episode, I'm 
I think it's too far to scream. So 80s, like New York based thriller. Because Love in the Core is a show where we cover only New York based horror and thriller movies. Right. Yeah, which is a fun experience. We have a few episodes out of that. You can check that out on Legion Patreon. Absolutely. Where $2 a month, you get tons of content. Bunch of stuff. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, and I know we're going to do more of these. There's there's no question. I mean, there's too many movies to be had. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had some ideas. You know, I'm sure like, you do. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks, man. All right, folks, we will check you later.